everyone, and welcome back to Living Intuitively with Elisa. So this is the weekly tarot poll episode for the week of August 23rd through the 29th, 2020. So I am on my walk back from the park. (laughs) This has become a regular thing, and it's amazing. Anytime that I have to teach yoga inside on a Sunday morning, I get all sad because I don't have that walk to do this podcast. (laughs) So I'm very, very grateful for this opportunity. And before I get started on the tarot portion of this podcast, I want to really quickly talk about something that has been a shadow of mine and been on my mind for a, a long time. And I am just starting to unravel it and shine my light onto it and it's not complete yet (laughs) it's going to be a probably lifelong journey for me Um, but I thought that if I am starting to realize this about myself that there might be someone who's listening who would benefit from even just thinking about it and hearing me talk about it. And that is the topic of purpose. So life's purpose, life's dharma. There are a bunch of different names depending on what, um, who you talk to and what book you read and what spiritual text you read. And the shadow that I was experiencing or am experiencing is that I have to define it. I have to put a concrete word or phrase to my purpose. And you don't. (laughs) That's the bottom line. So too long, didn't read. You don't have to put a word or phrase to your purpose. Done, right? I've, it's, it's solved. I, uh, I figured it out. <laughs> All right. Let's dive into it a little bit more. <laughs> so in terms of your life purpose, I don't know if it's a human trait or a trait of society. Maybe a combination of both. But there always seems to be a need to define your purpose in what seems to be a too short of an amount of time. So sometimes people want to define their purpose in their 20s and 30s. I'm 31 now, so I'm right there in the middle of that. <laughs> but one, that doesn't make sense. So one aspect of it is to define it that early in life. I'm like, a quarter, maybe a third of my way into my life and I'm supposed to figure out what my purpose is. The second part of that is defining your purpose with one or two words or a phrase. Wow. You could write books on what the purpose is and still wouldn't be enough to describe it. And then the third thing that this got me thinking and starting to unlearn and reprogram in myself is that it doesn't have to be one thing. 
can't it change throughout your life depending on what situation you're in who you're around right and i think we consider it a success once you're able to give that elevator speech of your life <laughs> the one word or one phrase that you could put in your instagram bio or on your resume that title that you can give yourself, that's success. And some people define themselves as a mother or as their job. But are we really defined by those one words? Can we even define ourselves in a handful of words? No. That seems ridiculous, saying it out loud. <laughs> but I know for me, at least, it has been a struggle to find that perfect word or phrase. And it's probably because, you know, you have people that you look up to, whether it's in your career or spiritual teachers or your parents or family members or friends. You look up to people. And once they've gotten to a stage where they have some part of their life figured out. They introduce themselves and you start to watch them introduce themselves as a certain thing. Take for example, any celebrity or teacher that has any kind of following. Most likely you've heard them say, you know, hello, my name is blank and I am a blank. <laughs> and that makes it easy for people, you know, their followers are getting new followers or you know, introducing themselves in interviews, it, take, it makes it easier to understand um, where they're coming from, maybe their background or what their experience is, and that's fine. But when it comes to our own purpose, let's avoid putting a word or phrase or even just a handful of words to our own purpose. Even if you try to boil it down, so... For example, if you boil it down to how my purpose on life, in life and on this earth is to love. That kind of doesn't define it all, does it? What about all the fear? What about all of the shame? What about all the guilt? Is that not part of your process? We can't avoid those things. And it shapes the way that we are. Who we are all those experiences, and how can you define all of the experiences, even in, my, for example, for me, my last 31 years, 30 years, can I really define everything with one word? All the highs and the lows, my experiences are very different from your experiences, and that will shape how different my purpose is versus your purpose, even if both of us say our purpose is to love. And one of the biggest things that I'm trying to unlearn, and maybe it's a limiting belief. See, I hear that a lot in the spiritual community. Identifying your limiting belief. So that pretty much means that you have a narrative, a narrative in your mind that is stopping you from becoming your full potential. And the way your ego works is that if you have this limiting, limiting belief, 
you will continue to say to yourself, I maybe I'm not enough. I'll never achieve. I'll never make enough money. I'll never have a lot of friends. Like those kinds of limiting beliefs will infiltrate itself into your mind and into your ego. And your ego will show you things that will convince yourself even further that those limiting beliefs are true. So in this case, my limiting belief was that I had to define myself in one or two words. So I was... I was spending so much energy and so much time trying to figure out that was one or two words for myself. And in all of that process, I was missing so much of what I could have experienced in those present moments by trying to define something that's not definable. Your purpose is not a concrete thing that you can write down onto a piece of paper. It's so much more abstract and so much more in your feeling quality and in your energetic feelings. There's no way to define it as one word or phrase. So maybe if you're feeling this way, if this, any of my words <laughs> resonated with you at all, know that one, you're not alone. <laughs> I know that uh, I'm not the only one who, that I know who has this limiting belief. So I'm sure other people have this limiting belief as well. <laughs> and if you're, know that you're not alone and know that you can start today. You can start right, right, right this moment, starting to change the narrative and starting to accept yourself for all of you, all of you. Recognizing that your purpose is, just is. Is you. All right, let's take a quick break before we get to the tarot pull for this week. I would also like to take a moment to tell you about the private Facebook community for intuitive healers. I created this group to explore ways to learn about ourselves and the world using our intuition, and tarot and oracle cards as tools. The group is for all skill levels, from beginners to experienced readers, and the purpose of this group is to have a safe space to ask questions, share experiences, and learn from one another. One example, on the group page, we connect weekly with what I'm calling Intuitive Mondays. Every Monday, I post a question to the community and each, for each of us to ask ourselves, our guides, the universe, whatever we call it, and pull tarot and oracle cards for the week. I then invite members to comment their card pulls and experiences around the weekly question. It's a great way for members to share and learn from each other. So the Facebook group is called Private Intuitive Tarot Community, and you can search for the group on Facebook or click the link in the Instagram bio, the handle is Intuition Living, to request access by answering just a couple short questions. I hope to see you there. All right, so let's get to the tarot portion of this podcast. So again, this is the podcast for the week of the August 23rd through the 29th, 2020. 
And today's tarot pull is going to be coming from my deck, uh, my Rider Waite Smith deck. It's the classic, the most commonly used tarot deck. And before I get started in shuffling the cards and asking questions, let's take a moment. Taking a couple deep, full breaths. Feeling the whole capacity of your lungs, feeling your body expand. And on your exhale, letting it go. Taking another deep, full breath in. And letting it go. Dropping any expectations. Being in this moment, being true to yourself. And in that way, you can be open to any messages. I'm not judging any of the messages that come through. As with any kind of spiritual teaching or tarot reading, it's more important to allow your intuition and your guidance to let you know what resonates rather than memorizing everything that I say. Listen to this podcast with an open heart and an open mind. And it might take a couple days or it might be an instant feeling that something might click, something might resonate in a way that reminds you of something, or it maybe opens your mind to opening or to looking for signs. And that's all I ask is to be open, open mind, open heart. All right, so as I shuffle the cards and prepare to pull one card for this week, I ask the cards, I ask the universe, what advice do you have for all of us listening to this podcast for this week? What archetypes should we focus on? What special powers within should we focus on and bring out into the world? What should we think about? What should we speak about? What general themes should we look for in our week? What I like to do with tarot cards when I do a, a general reading for myself or others. I like to imagine that the cards are almost like a lens. And what I mean by that is you take all of the different messages from the universe and you focus it down to a single point. All right, so as I'm shuffling the cards, I'm looking for a card that will pop out or have a general feeling of that's the card. 
Now I'm taking into consideration the orientation of the card as well. Oh, this is the card. All right. I love whenever the cards pop out. I always take note of that. Okay, so the card for this week. Oh, what a beautiful, what a beautiful card poem. All of them are beautiful, but this one is especially beautiful and joyous. So it is the Ace of Cups. The Ace of Cups in the upright position. Oh, this is such a joyous card, especially in the upright position. So if you have access to an image search on the internet, go ahead and type in tarot, T-A-R-O-T, and then Ace of Cups. And if you want to get really specific to the card that I'm looking at, you can even type in Rider Waite Smith or Rider Waite Ace of Cups. But most likely, if you type in tarot, ace of cups, or even ace of cups, sometimes, you know, some of the cards, if you just start typing in the card name, it will come up almost instantly on Google or any image search. All right. So for anybody who is not familiar with the cards, and actually, I'm <laughs> so I'll, I'll explain in a second my little, my little moment. Um, <laughs> for anybody who's not familiar with the card, I will describe the images of the card before I talk about the description. But I do want to point out before I get going that one part of this uh, stuck out. And it's a part of the card actually that has never really stuck out to me. Um, I've, I've noticed it. You know, it's been passing. I've noticed it. But this time is the first time I've actually noticed it and it calls to me. So I'm definitely going to bring that up because um, I feel like that's really important for us. Okay, so I'll go ahead and describe the card. So it's the Ace of Cups. So if you think about all of the suits of the tarot card deck, um, it, they're kind of laid out in the similar ways as a playing card deck. So all um, we have the Minor Arcana, which are all of the suits. There are four suits in total, just like playing cards. Um, and one of the suits is Cups. And like uh, also like playing cards, there is an Ace card, an Ace, and then it goes from two to 10, and then the court cards. So, okay, so this is the Ace of Cups, the first, you know, the number one card of, of Cups, the suit. And so that's, first of all, you know, a very, a very uh, in, good indicator of what this card is all about. It's the first of the suits, or first of the suit of Cups. Okay, number one. <laughs> and then we have a suit, which is Cups. And it's, it's important to break it down um, and, and know that the... the the, where this card is placed in the deck. Um, it helps to kind of bring in uh, some of the themes of the cards. Okay, so what the suit that we're, we're, we're in is cups. And the cups is represented by the water element. And it represents, in our human life, it represents our emotions and the feeling quality of things. So if you think about the element water, it flows. Um, it fills the container. It, um, it has power behind it, but it can also be soft. It can have temperature to it, so it can have really high heats and it can be really, really cold. So it, there's, a, there's a large range of, of uh, feelings and emotions that we can have. Um, and it also flows. So it, it, it has the quality of like, you can, you can feel it coming in and out of your life. You can have a feeling of emptiness and you can have a, a feeling of fullness. Um, and so if you, if you break it down to the element, it's really easy to, um, 
kind of figure out the themes of the cup suit. And if you think about cups, you know, you can, they're, they're, they're uh, vessels for fluid or water or wine or blood. You know, it's like the fluid of, of whatever sort um, can flow in and out of cups. Um, and there's also that the whole idea of cups being the emotion, because you can think of your heart. You know, it's a source and a vessel for fluid in your body, but also it's represented as the source and vessel of your emotions. So I love the I love the imagery of a cup being represented in for all of these things. Okay, so this is the first of the cups. And in the card, in the imagery, now we're going to move on to the imagery of the card. There's one cup. And all of the aces have only one of the whatever the symbol of the suit is. And there always is a hand holding um, that suit, that the one of the suit, you know. And this person, or this hand, <laughs> it seems like it's coming out of nowhere. It's coming out of the clouds. And that's how, that's the same way in all of the ace cards. Is it, It's like what, you know, I people like to refer to as like the hand of God. So it's like a hand coming out of the clouds, a hand coming out of nowhere. And it's like this ominous like hand that's, that's holding the one suit. Um, and it's, I feel like that is the best way to have, talk about the ace cards because it's, it's almost like new, newness of new opportunity for, for obtaining all of these different suits. So in this card, we have a hand coming out of nowhere, coming out of the clouds, holding a cup. And what's beautiful about this cup is that it's either being filled or it's empty or, or flowing into water below it. So there's these streams of water that are gushing almost out of the out of the cup. And there's like little pieces of that water splashing out um, and raining down onto the onto the water below it. Um, and the cup is very vibrant in this card. It's very bright yellow. Um, and the what's interesting is the hand is uh, is not cut, like painted at all. So it's white. Um, the clouds that it, the hand is coming out of is gray, and then the background is gray. So it really, really brings out the two colors, two main colors in this in this card, which is the cup, which is yellow, and then the water that's coming out of it, and then on below it is blue. So it's like very, very bright colors in this in this card. Um, but that contrast between those symbols, the water and the cup, contrast between those colors and the grayness of the, that background. So it kind of says that what's important here is the cup, the vessel, and the water. It's not as much of an importance of where it came from. That's what I love about the ace, ace cards. It's because they just come out of nowhere. And if you're blind to it and you don't realize and that, that there is opportunity or you're, you have these limiting beliefs, like I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, then you won't see these. You know, it won't, you won't see these opportunities. They'll just come and go, and you won't even notice that they're there. So you have to kind of look for these kinds of signs of beginnings and of opportunities. And especially being the number one card, so the ace card being number one, you know, it's a fresh start, new beginning, fresh look. And when this is associated with cuts, with the emotions, you know, this is an opportunity to look at your emotions in a fresh way. 
um, or maybe you'll feel new things this week um, in terms of your emotions, or you'll have a new capacity, a new vessel. So you might have feel new feelings that are bubbling over inside of you. Maybe it's joy, maybe it's love, you know, or maybe on the other side, you have some heavy, heavy feelings like fear and anxiety, and they're bubbling over. But this is an invitation to look at it in a different new way. And okay, so now I want to go to what I saw, what I saw when I pulled this card that stuck out that has never really stuck out in the past in this card. And that is the water below it and the lilies, the water lilies. And I know that they're there, <laughs> but I've never actually had them pop out at me in this way. So the water lily is a beautiful, beautiful thing to think about it's in a very spiritual way, um, personal development, personal growth way. And if you haven't thought about the, the, the water lily, I would invite you to start thinking about it and start looking up the symbols of it. Um, and this, it's simply, um, simply put, um, what happens with a lily, a um, water lily, is that a seed and the roots of the water lily are all the way in the bottom of the lake or the water, in the mud, in that murky, muddy area. <laughs> and then the stem or the flower has to grow all the way up, vertically up into the water surface until, and that's when it blooms. And it's a beautiful, vibrant colors and like gorgeous flower that comes out. But what it has to start with is in the mud. It has to start with a seed in the mud. And I'm pretty sure, um, it has been a long time since I've looked it up, but I'm pretty sure whenever the flower is done blooming, it shrivels down and then lands its seed back down onto the, into the, into, into the mud. So it's a cycle of of growing from the mud, blooming out in, onto the surface, and then returning back to the mud. And this cycle of of coming up, blooming, and coming going back down to the mud is a great representation of the cycles that come on that that come to life in our lives. And it's a great representation and a great imagery to start to think about and maybe meditating on and journaling on when it comes to the Ace of Cups. Because this opportunity for new feelings, new, new uh, emotions, um, new opportunities in your life, new people in your life, all of these are new opportunities that are, are all, all around us at all times, you have to see them as cycles. And like I mentioned, if you miss it, if you're blind to it, and you have a limiting belief that you, that shies you away from it or blinds you from seeing these opportunities, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up if you missed a couple of those cups that <laughs> have come out of nowhere. It's okay. Know that when it when it comes time for you to bloom, it will be your time to bloom, and it'll be completely obvious to see those signs to take those opportunities. You just have to be open to those opportunities. And you can start that now. You can start that right now, today, 
you can start to become more open and start to see these opportunities. And it might take time. Again, like the, like the lily flower, you can, you can grow from the mud. And it might take a lot of time before you reach that, that surface, before you bloom. But know that once you bloom, you have that great opportunity to shine and to soak in the warmth of the sun before that next cycle begins where you start to go down into the mud and then you grow back up into the into the sun again. There's gonna be so many different opportunities that come and go. Look out for them, be open to them. So what I'm seeing with this card and the pull for this, this week for the collective is to look out for new opportunities, look out for cycles, recognize where you are in your cycle and forgive yourself for missing, maybe missing different opportunities in the past. Just letting those go and looking out for the next one. And then I also invite you to look into these symbols. Look into the water lily. Look into symbols of the, the vessel, um, the, the cup. Look into symbols of water. And really tap into your emotions and your feelings. And like I say, a lot of times your intuition lies right in that center point, in that vessel where your feelings and emotions are. All right, so the Ace of Cups. I think this is a great opportunity. I think these are, this is great news. If you were, you know, if I were to add any, anything else, this is a reassurance <laughs> that if you are looking for a sign that things are going to go right, if you came into listening to this podcast with a question in mind and you have a burning question that what is this gonna is this gonna work out for me am I gonna find success in this and that and am I gonna find love am I gonna find you know happiness am I going to find you know this job that I want I would say this is a resounding go for it go and take those opportunities you know look for those new opportunities and those signs that say yes 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 and like Feel that. Feel that, that joy whenever you see those opportunities. All right. So the Ace of Cups for this week. If you resonate with any of what I said, please let me know. If you didn't, please let me know also. <laughs> if anything else came up for you whenever I was speaking about these symbols um, or these themes, let me know. I love to hear different people's interpretations of the card. Um, all right, so I hope you have an amazing week ahead, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening.